Are you struggling to believe that you can have more than you need? Do you think that being profitable is out of reach? Are you consumed by fear and doubt about your business and finance? Today we are going to dive deeper into the topic that may be holding you back, unbelief. In this episode, we're going to talk about unbelief from a biblical perspective. I will share one of my clients' story and explain the practical step you can take too to kick doubt to the curb. So grab your Bible and let's see how you can overcome unbelief in your business and finance. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your savings and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper and let's do this. Have you ever find yourself doubting your abilities, questioning your purpose, or fearing that there may not be enough money to sustain your business and your lifestyle? If you have, you are not alone. Unbelief can be a significant roadblock on your journey to financial success. So let me share one of my clients' story. We will call her April for privacy reasons. April has been running her business for over four years, working with a variety of clients on projects ranging from $500 a month to around $19,000 per project. Despite her steady income, April felt like she was stuck in a never-ending cycle of financial stress and burnout. Money was flowing in, but April had the belief that it will never be more than enough. Whenever she received income, it will vanish just as quickly. There was always another expenses, another thing she needed to buy. April felt like she could never catch a breath. There will never be enough. When I asked her if she believed that God will provide, April replied, yes, God is my provider but he will only provide what I need, nothing less, nothing more. This unbelief showed up in her finance and in her business. She projected her fear onto potential clients. She froze up during sales calls. She struggled to show confidence when talking about her prices. April believed that being profitable and financially free was simply out of reach. Now let me ask you, with that perspective on God and her financial situation, what do you think is happening in her mind? Yes, April had a very strong scarcity money mindset and a poor relationship with money. She believed she was maybe not meant to do that business. She ignored her finance all because of how she saw her situation and how she saw God. 
So from April's story, we can see three different ways unbelief can show up in your finance and in your business. So let's have a look. One, doubting your ability. You may question whether you have what it takes to succeed in your business. Are you able to do the things to become successful? Two, doubting your purpose. Have you ever wondered if your business aligned with God's plan for your life? Three, doubting God's provision. Anxiety about your financial stability can lead to the belief that there might not be enough to sustain your business and your lifestyle. So what can you do when unbelief show up in your business and in your finance that way too? Here are some practical steps to beat doubt and unbelief. One, soak up God's word. Start your day with a dose of scripture. Reading and reflecting on the Bible can boost your faith and give you some much-needed guidance. Use the Bible app where you can even listen to it. You know, sometimes we may feel like, oh, I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z. I want you to take time to spend with God. But when you are preparing breakfast and drive the kids, you can just put the audio Bible on and listen to it as you're doing something else. Two, faith comes from hearing. So let's hear what the word of God is saying. And it's really great as well that when you have your Bible in front of you, read it out loud for yourself. All right. Number two is pray for wisdom and direction. Seek God's wisdom, not the world. And ask for his guidance when making decisions with money and your business. Trust that he will point you to the right direction. And he promised in his word that he will do so. He said, ask me for wisdom and I will give it to you. He also said he will guide you on the right path for his name's sake. So don't be afraid to ask God to guide you and direct you on the best step to take when it comes to stewarding your money and become a better steward of your gift and talent so that you can impact his kingdom with what you do in your business as well. Now, three is very important. Lean on your support system. Please, don't do this alone. Talk to a fellow Christian entrepreneur or a mentor about your doubt, your fear. Find a community of like-minded women that can pray for you, that can help you out. And you know, sometimes just sharing what's going on can be incredibly encouraging because you will hear somebody else who may have been in the same situation and have a testimony of how she came through it so she can show you what she did and how God had helped her in that situation. Plus, she can simply give you encouragement and pray for you as well. Fourth, reconnect with your why. Remember, why have you started your business in the first place? Does it align with your value and God's plan? Ask him, because when you go back to your why, that sense of purpose can help you chase those doubt away and that unbelief away as well. Because you remember that he has called you for such a time as this. He has called you for a specific purpose. So connect to your why. Celebrate small wins. 
Please, don't forget to celebrate when you achieve even the tiniest victory. They all add up, you know. And when you pay attention to those new habits that you created and celebrate them, it can boost your confidence because you are doing what you say you're going to do. Celebrate things each and every day. And last one, trust in God's timing. Things may not always go according to your plan, but trust in God's timing and in his bigger plan for you because he sees things that you don't see. So trust that he has a plan which is always much better than the one that you are trying to accomplish with your own strength. So when things don't go to plan, be still and remember that he is God and he is working in you and he will give you the desire and power to do what pleases him, okay? Now, in order to help April, we needed to help her see God for who he is, not the version and limitation she put on him because of her current situation. The Bible shows you and I time and time again how God has provided for his people to fulfill his perfect will. Now, let's be clear. Having faith in who God is and overcoming doubt and unbelief doesn't mean subscribing to the prosperity gospel. You know, the belief that God's promise wealth and success if you have enough faith. No, here's the things. The Bible doesn't promise wealth to every believer. Instead, it encourages us to seek God's kingdom first, Matthew 6.33, and find contentment in Christ. That's Philippians 4.11-12. So please don't hear me wrong here, all right? So how did April break free from the grip of unbelief? We study God's word to see him as the righteous and faithful provider he is. April identified her unhelpful thinking patterns and habits and replaced them with God's word. She learned to recognize the real enemy and fight doubt with prayer and the word of God. April is now working toward becoming a good steward of her finance, tracking her number so she can create a financial plan that will be focused on giving, paying off debt, saving, investing, so she can go from mindlessly spending to becoming a better steward. She stayed open to God's timing, trusting in his plan and focusing on her daily habit instead of fixating on the outcome. So after we work together, this is what happened to her. And here it is with her own words. Before working with Reina, I will freeze on sales calls. And the thought of looking at my number was so overwhelming. I couldn't bring myself to do it because it caused so much anxiety. Since joining the Biblical Money Mindset program, I not only looked at my number, but I actually get excited about it. I've increased my prices and got four new clients. Reina has made this whole process fun, something I never thought I would say about dealing with money. I've had a total shift in my mindset, not only with finance, but with life and business. Reina has such a fun, knowledgeable and compassionate 
approach to biblical money mindset. I will not have been able to get to this level of awareness without her and our Heavenly Father guiding the way. So this was April testimonial after working with me on shifting her money mindset and letting go of that strong scarcity and unbelief. So to recap, what can you do now to overcome your unbelief with five practical steps? Number one was soak up the word of God. Two, pray for wisdom and direction. Three, lean on your support system. Four, reconnect with your why. Five, celebrate small wins. And six, trust in God's timing. Voila, simple but an effective way to overcome unbelief and doubt. So today, take action in faith. And remember that the one who's in you is greater than the one in the world. 1 John 4, 4. He can do immeasurably more than all you ask and imagine to bring glory to his name. Ephesians 3.20 So if you are ready to let go of your unbelief and shift your money mindset, please reach out to me on Instagram at Christian Money Mindset or book a free 30-minute call using the link in the description. Thank you again for joining me today and until next time, Keep the faith and keep stewarding your resources wisely for God's glory. You take care. Talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know by leaving a review. And don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habits, let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.